Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The initial Pro Bowl teams released Tuesday night by the NFL. Patriots snubbed all over the board. Who was the biggest miss? I'm Alex Barth. He's Evan Lazar. This is Patriots Press Pass brought to you by Manscaped. They've got everything you need for yourself trimming down below the belt. Make sure you check out manscaped.com and use the promo code GARDEN for 20% off. Again, that's manscaped.com, promo code GARDEN. So, Evan, first off, yeah. congrats to Stephon Gilmore, Donta Hightower, Matthew Slater. Those sure. are the three Patriots named to the initial Pro Bowl team. But well-deserved. There's some other well-deserved names that are not yeah. on that list. Chief among them, we have to begin with Julian Edelman. Yeah. Not only snubbed this year, he's still, and this is a surprise to many, has never been named to a Pro Bowl his entire career. Yeah, so Patriots fans out there that say, we don't care about Pro Bowls, we only care about Super Bowls. Well, if you care about Julian Edelman making the Pro Football Hall of Fame, then you should care about the fact that he got snubbed for the Pro Bowl this year because... Guys that don't make the Pro Bowl don't make the Hall of Fame. They kind of go hand in hand. Voters are lazy. They're going to look at Pro Bowls. They're going to look at all pros. They're going to look at career statistics in the regular season. And Edelman's are not going to add up. So that's where this comes back to bite him. And really this year, I thought that he was a shoo-in for the Pro Bowl. He is second in the AFC in receptions, fourth in yards. He is the entire Patriots offense. He's getting double teamed all the time now, as we've seen over the course of the last month or so, really since that Houston game especially. And he's still putting up career numbers. Jarvis Landry makes it over him. Edelman is better than Jarvis Landry across the board. More receptions, more yards, more touchdowns. Tyree Kill has been in and out of the lineup. Edelman has him beat on the stat line as well. So this is a Patriot bias coming back to bite Julian Edelman. Look, they have 11 wins. And Julian Edelman, not Tom Brady, yeah. is the one keeping this offense alive. Sure. I, In a I lot think, of ways. I mean, Brady still is. I mean, yeah. no, the quarterback's still important. But yeah. Julian Edelman Julian Edelman is key, is helping Tom. Julian Edelman is keeping Tom Brady afloat. Yeah. So Tom Brady can keep the offense afloat, right. I guess, would be the way to put yeah. it. But, no, this is a guy that's having a career year. He's yeah. doing so through a lot of injury. I think that deserves to be recognized. And yeah. maybe if the Patriots don't make the Super Bowl, he gets in as an alternate. I certainly think he deserves it. But a guy like Jarvis Landry... He's having a fine year. I yeah. know he's having a better year than Edelman. Tyreek Hill played only half the season. Yeah. He's been hurt most of the year. Yeah. Thank you for the lights, by the way, yeah. Gillette Stadium. Right in um, the middle of that. I, I don't understand how those, those two, you, you said you said it to me off the air. Yeah. If you're going to talk about who got in the Pro Bowl, you have to talk about who you would take out. Right. I would take either one of those two out over Edelman. Yeah, absolutely. Those two, I think, are where you start with this with Edelman. And it really comes back to me comes back to the fact that he is now up a rung on the totem pole. No more Rob Gronkowski, right? right. He's now up a rung, and he has gone up a rung, and his game has gone up a rung, too. So he's in, on pace for a career season. He deserved to be there this year. All right, let's talk about the defense. Obviously, Gilmore and Hightower, and they deserve it. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other directions we Best could go here. Best defense in football has got two guys in the right. Pro Bowl. Give me the, the one name. If you you to put one name in, first guy gets in as an alternate from this Patriots defense. Earl Thomas out. 
Devin yep. McCourty in. Yeah. Automatic for me. I think Devin McCourty, Dante Hightower just said it to us. It's not just the production that you can go and look at with interceptions and pass breakups and things like that. It's the multitude of things that he does for this defense. He plays in the box. He plays a robber. He plays man coverage against guys one-on-one. He plays deep safety. He's all over the field for this yep. team, and he's the leader of this defense, the best defense in football. He's the leader, the captain, and he's not in the Pro Bowl. Why? Because a guy with name record recognition and maybe a fan base that voted a little bit more and clicked them a little bit more online and Earl Thomas made this team. The Ravens are the reason why more Patriots didn't right. make the Pro Bowl. 12 Ravens, an NFL record, made the Pro Bowl. Good for their fans for getting out there and voting. But the point is, is that there's guys on the defensive side of the ball from Baltimore. Frank Clark from Kansas City who yep. played a great game against the Patriots a few weeks ago, but that was really the first time that that has been worth it for them. That trade and that signing has been worth it for them all year. He makes the Pro Bowl which is ridiculous and you can go all the way across the line of guys that have made the Pro Bowl on this defensive side of the ball that shouldn't have and Patriots should have been in instead. And I mean it's not as obvious as Devin McCourty who led the NFL in interceptions until last week when yeah. Steph Gilmore passed him but you could look at a guy like Kyle Van Noy you talk about yeah. the intangibles maybe even a guy just off his first half like Jamie Collins sure. I know the second half hasn't been great but again yeah. there's guys in, in the Pro Bowl who only played half a season. One other Patriot we have to mention I yeah. think is the punter. Yeah. Jake Bailey has been outstanding this year yeah the problem though and this goes back to what we were just talking about it's a fan vote right and the reality is most fans don't know the punters in the league outside of the guy on their own team maybe the other ones in the division especially a rookie punter especially a rookie punter you're right so if you actually go back and look there's a weird trend where punters tend to make the pro bowl two or three years after they have a good year because they start to get that name recognition around the league the legend starts to build if you want to put it that way so maybe jake bailey down the road but no he's been absolutely nails this year punter is one of the few positions where you can really use statistics to see how they're doing he's towards the top if not leading in many major statistical categories i think jake bailey's a guy who absolutely should be considered one more before we wrap it up here let's let's talk non-patriots because there were some other guys who got robbed give me one non-patriot who should have been justin simmons from denver number one rated safety in pro football focuses system also leads all safeties in pass breakups this year and has 84 tackles playing deep half of the field so he's playing that deep safety role in the Vic Fangio defense that Eddie Jackson played in Chicago and has a big high production spot and he's playing it extremely well. Not a lot of guys have played the safety position better than Justin Simmons has and Earl Thomas again in the Pro Bowl 18th in PFF grade. Justin Simmons number one not in the Pro Bowl. I'm going to go over to the NFC. I'm going to go over to the offensive side of the football. Yeah. Dak Prescott. Yeah. Guy, he's fallen off the last couple of weeks. No but Kirk Cousins either. Was pretty surprising. I, I still take Dak. He was a yeah. near MVP. And look, Drew Brees is Drew Brees. I think he's an outstanding quarterback. He's one of the all-time greats. Yeah. He didn't play half the season. Yeah. He just didn't. Dak Prescott has been week to week. Really, yeah. except for the one week here in New England. Yeah. He's been at the top of the league. He's been right there with the league's best. Sure. I, I think Dak Prescott really turned a corner this year, too. You talk about improvement from past years. Yeah. I think he hit another level. Uh, I think Dak Prescott should have been in top over five Drew in QBR, Brees. Top yeah. the Pro Bowl. And I mean, honestly, honestly, I'm going to get some hate for this. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, not... You know, it's questionable. Right. It's questionable like, to say the least. Especially Rodgers over the last month or so. There's been a lot of tape out there on Twitter. Ben Fennell is a great follow. Yeah. He has put up a lot of Green Bay tape of Aaron Rodgers missing throws, similar yeah. to things that we've been talking about with Brady. I don't know. Dak Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers put him side yeah. by side. Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers put him side by side. All right. Yeah. Bring the heat. Put in the comments. Let's go. This edition of Patriots Press Press has been brought to you by Manscaped. They've got everything you need for yourself grooming down below the belt. 
Make sure you check out manscaped.com. Use the promo code GARDEN for 20% off. For Evan Lazar, I'm Alex Barth. Thanks for watching. We are now in the post-Marshall Newhouse era of the Patriots offensive line, and a lot of people, Evan, ourselves included, kind of talked about yeah. once you get Newhouse out of there, Isaiah went back, things will be improved. They've been good, but yeah. they haven't seemed to hit that next step. We thought they're certainly not at the level they were at last season. I'm Alex Barth. He's Evan Lazar. This is Patriots Press Pass, brought to you by Manscaped. They've got everything you need for your personal grooming down below the belt. Make sure you check out manscaped.com. Use the promo code GARDEN for 20% off. Again, manscaped.com, grooming below the belt, promo code GARDEN, 20% off. All right, Evan, Marshall Newhouse is out. Isaiah Wynn is in, but the offensive line is still they're not where they were last year, and yeah. I don't think they're quite where people expected them to be when we'll put it fully, in air quotes, fully healthy. Yeah, certainly. Well, I think that there is some perspective that's needed here, sure. though. All right? I think that there's a notion out there right now that the Patriots are working with this awful offensive line, one of the worst lines in football. Brady's under pressure on every single drop back. Every time he goes drop back to pass, he's got pressure in his face. It's really not the case. They're 11th in pass blocking efficiency right now, which measures pressures on on a per snap basis, also sacks, things like that get accounted into that. They're 14th in PFF run blocking grade right now. So average, they're average okay. offensive line. They're not but, terrible. They're but, not awful. So let's forget about that. Let's right, put that but, out the door. But you have to admit, even average is a major step down from where they were last year. And they essentially... Right. I mean, yeah, they replaced two pieces. We'll yeah. say it like that. They replaced two pieces. They replaced two pieces, and one of them was your captain and your center. Okay. And really the pivot point of everything that happens. Yeah. I think that David Andrews, we're going to talk about it at some yeah. point in this video, but I think that's an underrated thing. I think the other thing, just separate from David Andrews, since we'll get to that, the right side of the line has not been as good in pass protection sure. as it was years ago. Shaq Mason, Marcus Cannon, they've certainly taken a step back in that department there. Shaq Mason has already allowed more pressures than he did all of last season with two games to go. Marcus Kennan's allowed five sacks this year already. So those two statistics right there tell you that that right side hasn't been as sharp in pass protection yeah. as it was a year ago. With that being said, Shaq Mason on Sunday, you want to pull up some guard tape and watch some guys get their heads knocked off by a pulling offensive lineman. Go watch Shaq Mason against the Cincinnati Bengals. There's five, six, maybe even seven times where he's putting guys on skates or putting them on their behinds quite frankly with pull blocks on the power running game and he had his best run blocking game of the season last week against Cincinnati so I think that Shaq Mason is starting to trend in the right direction. We got to talk about David Andrews you mentioned it before yeah. I, it, it really hasn't been much of a narrative this year maybe because there's nothing you can do about it but yeah. you lose David Andrews at the beginning it's of huge. the year you go to Ted Karras a step down, certainly, I mean, David Andrews is one of the best centers yeah. in the league, but I think where it's killed him even more is just the communication among the offensive line. And yeah. David Andrews, when he was in games, was no pun intended, at the center of that. Yeah, so the biggest thing about the center quarterback communication is the mic call, right? Yep. So before every single play, pass or run, it doesn't make a difference. The offensive line and Tom Brady are going to make a mic call. They're going to say, this player is the mic, and that's the center point of the blocking scheme, right? Yep. So when, no matter what it is, that is the center point. So that's where you're going to start from, and everybody's assignments branch off of that. The biggest thing that we're seeing right now at the Patriots' offensive line is it's not handling blitzes as well as they have in the past. And the biggest part of that is is blocking down towards the blitz. So what you want to do when the blitz comes, especially when the defense is going to bring some of those zero pressures that Kansas City brought, where there's too many guys 
too many rushers for blockers. Yeah. You know you're one short. So the biggest thing that you can do in that situation is you got to block down and you got to make the the free rusher be the furthest guy away from the quarterback. Too often right now, guys are coming up the middle of the line, coming inside of linemen and not outside of them. So everybody wants to keep everyone outside. It gives Tom Brady longer for that guy to wrap all the way around the edge than it does for him to come screaming up through the middle. We know that. So I think picking up blitzes has been a huge part of why this offensive line hasn't looked as good as in years past in pass protection. And the biggest thing is, is teams are realizing that, that they're not picking up those blitzes as well. And so they're sending a lot of them at the Patriots. We'll see. They got two weeks to figure it out. And you look at every team, the AFC playoff yeah. race, the one thing kind of everybody has a strong pass rush. Yeah. So they're going to need to get this thing figured out. We'll see if they can do it between Props the Props to Joe Tooney. He's been fantastic. He, I thought he might have had his best game of the year against Absolutely Cincinnati. Absolutely consistent every single week. Probably should have been in the Pro Bowl. One of the best offensive linemen in football this year. All right. There you go. Offensive line talk from Evan Lazar. Yeah. You get it nowhere else right here. CLNS Media. CLNSmedia.com. CLNS Media YouTube page at Patriots CLNS on Twitter. This edition of Patriots Press Pass has been brought to you by Manscaped. They've got everything you need for your self-grooming down below the belt. Make sure you check out manscaped.com and use the promo code GARDEN for 20% off. For Evan Lazar, I'm Alex Barth from Gillette Stadium. Thanks for watching. Sure, the Patriots have lost a couple of times this year, but was their Week 4 matchup against the Bills actually their toughest test of the 2019 season? And how will it be when the teams meet again on Saturday? I'm Alex Barth, joined by Evan Lazar. This is Patriots Press Pass, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. It's nearly postseason time, so there's seating up for grabs. There's draft picks up for grabs, too. We'll see that in a couple of weeks with the Miami Dolphins. Play along with all the action on BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code CLNS50 when you sign up for a welcome bonus. Again, all of your playoff action, both college and pro, betonline.ag. Use the promo code CLNS50. So, Evan, that first meeting in Buffalo, we got to go yeah. way back to September here, but the Bills actually held the Patriots to a season-low 224 yards in that game. That's yeah. not passing. That's total. That's still Tom Brady's worst game of the season. Not statistically, just in my and, eyes, still Tom Brady's worst game of the season. And 224 yards, it's, it's not their fewest by like a little bit. Yeah. By almost 40 yards. Yeah. So what did the Bills do back in September that gave the Patriots such fits? Well, they have a great defense. They have a great scheme, and they're very, very comfortable within that scheme, and the players executed at a very high level. It's definitely one of those defenses where there isn't a ton of game plan wrinkles, but they just execute their stuff so high at such a high level that it's really tough to beat. And some of the things they do in the secondary to start off, very, very creative in the secondary, and they play a ton of different coverages. Yep. They play 27% cover one. They they play 27% cover three. They play 27% cover four. You know, there's just a lot of different split safety, post safety, man coverage, zone coverage. They go through them all. And they have two safeties, Micah Hyde, chief among them, who is very, very good at just disguising all those types of looks. And they cycle through them and they really spin the dial on you. And against an offense like the Patriots, who want to adjust every single route right. based off the coverage, if you have to kind of pause post snap to figure out, okay, the safety was up top and now he's rotating down, where am I going? Going, that's where you start to run into some issues. And then you look up front, too, what they yeah. have. 
Ed Oliver has been a great addition. Shaq Lawson, obviously the veterans, Jerry Hughes, Lorenzo Alexander. This is a front that is experienced and is disciplined. Yeah, and certainly those linebackers too. Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano might be one of the best young linebacker duos in all of football. And those guys have athleticism. They got aggressiveness. Tremaine Edmonds especially is going to come downhill at your offensive line. He's going to blow some guys up. They have a very, very aggressive front, and they can be aggressive because the secondary led by Trey White and all those guys is so good that they can lean on it. It's not a different, it's a very kind of similar system, I would say, just in terms of their structure as the Patriots. I was it's about a very to say. different scheme, very, very different right. scheme. But just in terms of what they have personnel wise, they have a really great all star secondary, and that allows the front right. seven to wreak havoc. Same, same concept, yeah. same idea. You can get aggressive up front with the help back. Yeah. Now, and one really good corner. You know, right. Trey White. Trey White, very. Okay. Yeah. So, but the Bills are world beaters defensively, yet yeah. they're in second place in the division. Why yeah. is that? They must have shortcomings. Yeah. Well, the offense. It, Josh Allen. It's, I mean, it's getting there, but yeah. they certainly struggled in week four against the Patriots. Yeah. They've gotten better, though. What will the Patriots see this time around? What's changed? What's better that wasn't there or was worse in week four? So Buffalo is 22nd right now in offensive DVOA. So it's not, they're a bo- bottom tier offense right. still. Bad, th- not horrible. Right. But I think looking at Josh Allen, because that's really, he's the one that starts right. it all. And they have a lot more skill players this year than they've had in years past. They bring Devin Singletary to this game. They didn't have him in week four. He was injured. Singletary is kind of like a scat bag, Deion Lewis type, can catch the ball out of the backfield has great elusiveness in the open field. John Brown has really developed into a stud. He's a true number one receiver. And Cole Beasley and the tight ends have been nice kind of complimentary pieces for them. With Josh Allen specifically, what I'm seeing with him on tape is he's a lot more comfortable in what they're doing schematically and in their system and just within the NFL game. So he looks more comfortable. He knows where he's looking. He understands how to read the coverage a little bit better. And he's getting the ball out on time. And we're seeing less of those sporadic turnover plays where he's throwing off his back foot and trying to throw across the field and making something out of nothing and just making terrible decisions with the ball. So we're seeing less with that. The accuracy is still a concern, but I think the biggest thing that's going to happen on Saturday night is that I really expect Bill Belichick to come after him. This is not going to be a mush rush game where they're just trying to keep Josh Allen in the pocket and play coverage in the back end. They are going to blitz the heck out of Josh Allen because he is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league at handling pressure. He's actually 32nd at a 33 qualified quarterbacks and PFF grade under pressure. So that's really been his weakness, and it was his weakness in week four. And then Baltimore a few weeks ago unveiled a lot of the same kind of blitz packages yep. the Patriots did, yep. and it gave him problems back then too. You want to talk about pressure sort of in a broader sense. Yeah. The Bills are going to have to come into Foxborough yeah. for a chance to win the division. This is a team that in the Brady-Belichick era in meaningful games here yeah. is 0-16. They've won here twice. Once was a Week 17 game. A couple years ago, Brady didn't play the second half. The Patriots had everything locked up. They, yeah. they benched everybody. The other was the the end of the Deflategate suspension. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett started with a broken thumb. Sure. Should beat a quarterback with a broken yeah. thumb in the NFL. This is this is a I don't want to say young team, but they haven't been in this spot very often. Yeah. The guys it's who are inexperienced right, team in terms of these big. The moments. guys who have been in Buffalo for a long time have not played in yeah. many games like this. They are going yeah. on the road against the divisional opponent. Second meeting. And, you know, Bills fans will tell you, despite the fact the team, they played in four Super Bowls, by the way, in the 90s. Bills fans will tell you this is the biggest game in Bills history. It's a big one. Can Sean McDermott, Josh Allen, the rest of that team rise to the moment? Is there any reason to believe 
the Bills can come in here on Saturday and do the unthinkable. Absolutely. I don't even think it's that unthinkable at this point, the way this Bills defense is playing and the way the Patriots offense has looked. This is going to be a game that if this game opens up and ends up being a shootout, I think we all will be extremely shocked. This is probably going to be a very similar to the week four matchup. Big Ten football. We're going to be in the teens, you know, and we're going to have a game that's going to be close, at least within within one score type of scoreboard close. I don't know how close it will actually be when all is said and done, but scoreboard close. And so that is leaves itself open to definitely being able to win yep. this game if you're Buffalo. I think the biggest thing is what I just said about Josh Allen. This is a showcase game. 4.30, everybody yep. in the country is watching, and he's had some big games in those moments this year. Thanksgiving, I think, is chief among them. Sure. They had a great game against Dallas. The biggest question is for me, is Josh Allen, is he ready mentally to handle Bill Bell Belichick's defense. Physically, he can make all the throws. He looks great in the pocket, yada, yada, yada. But can he mentally go through the progressions, get through the blitzes that Belichick's going to throw his way, and understand what he's looking at enough to avoid another three-interception game like he had in Week 4? Because let's face it, they picked the Bills quarterbacks off four times, Matt Barkley threw one of those right. picks. That's what lost them the game. That and the block punt is what lost them the game. And let's not forget, communication is going to be tough. It's going to be loud yeah. here. It's a Saturday 4:30 game. They've been on the road. It's a big game in yeah. December. I mean, folks around here, it's kind of two fan bases that haven't had a big yeah. game in December for a long wow. time. Shots but uh, in slightly different way. You think so? Shots fired. All right. We'll see. I thought that was a little humbling for Patriots yeah. fans. All right. Uh, that'll do it. We'll, we'll talk plenty more about this matchup tomorrow. You can find it all on clnsmedia.com. In the meantime, this edition of Patriots Press Pass has been brought to you by BetOnline.ag for all the end-of-season NFL action. Visit BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus. For Evan Lazar, I'm Alex Barth from Gillette Stadium. Thanks for watching. This is the Patriots Press Pass news feed for Wednesday, December 18th, 2019. Reporting from Gillette Stadium, I'm Alex Barth for CLNS Media. This Press Pass news feed is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. For all the end-of-the-season action, both playoff seating and draft picks up for grabs, visit BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. Promo code CLNS50. Late Tuesday night, the Pro Bowl selections were announced by the NFL. Three Patriots were selected to this year's game in Orlando. From the defense, Stephon Gilmore and Donta Hightower. And of course, it seems perennial at this point, special teamer Matthew Slater. All three of those players talked about what the selections meant to them in the locker room after practice today. Donta Hightower might have summed it up best. It was a huge honor, man. Um, I definitely was not planning on that this year. Definitely had, you know, uh, obviously bigger goals ahead. But um, I appreciate uh, my teammates, all fans, and everybody that voted. Um, uh, <laughs> colleagues and all that what and, and, and all that good stuff. Um, but obviously we got, um, hopefully we got bigger fish to fry. For the Patriots injury report, one new addition today, linebacker Jamie Collins popped up with a shoulder injury. He was limited. He joins a banged-up defense fellow linebacker. Juwan Bentley was limited today as well as he was yesterday. Jason McCourty still on the list with a groin injury. He was limited in cornerback Jonathan Jones, who left Sunday's win over Cincinnati early. He did not practice for the second day in a row. Meanwhile, for Buffalo, they took a key from the NBA, some load management, giving three key players a chance to rest 
They didn't have practice yesterday, only two scheduled practices for the Bills ahead of their game against the Patriots. So for those who rested, at most one, unless they rest again tomorrow. Of course, it all leads up to the big game for the AFC East, a hat and t-shirt game for the Patriots if they win. If they lose, they then have to beat Miami in Week 17. We will have you covered up to and throughout all of the action on Saturday kickoff at 4.30. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at PatriotCLNS and online at CLNSmedia.com. This Patriots Press Pass news feed has been brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Visit their website. Use the promo code CLNS50 when you sign up for a 50% welcome bonus. With the Patriots Press Pass news feed from Gillette Stadium, I'm Alex Barth for CLNS.